All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner, man. When I, a lot of times I get on here, I tell y'all that, you know, we talking about, we I'm, I'm bringing on, whether my, it be my fraternity members, whether it be friends, whether it be mutual, social media people. But today I'm bringing on, like, this is family, like the Oak Lane bond, the Oak Lane family. It really runs deep, man. This is somebody who, you know, I, I was able to acquaint with when I, my pound ball day. So honestly, I started playing for Oak Lane when I was nine years old. I know Rel was in there earlier than me. So, but you know, just the, a lot of the connections and a lot of the people who I was able to meet at that stage of my life, man, the camaraderie is unreal. Oak Lane is something, every time I go back to Philly or every time, you know, they just have something going on. It, it brings everybody out man especially when we play it was just a different type of a culture appreciation excitement for us so you know a lot of the guys who I grew up with from my quarterbacks to the linemen to my running backs to be able to you know still one be in contact with these guys but two be able to see them doing great things man it's, it's nothing but love so very excited to be sitting down with my dog man one just because he had a little recovery going on and he was they they tried to they tried to you know stop the grind a little bit stop the motion but nonetheless he back he better he healthy man so i'm glad to see that but two just because you know man i definitely want to pick his brain a little bit because we share similar interests and in what we're here to talk about today but i've really been able to see him take it to the next level really been able to kill it and really been able to do a lot of things for like i said a lot of the mutual friends and connections that we have so real how you doing today bro how's everything i'm doing good bro i appreciate that uh intro and uh just to kind of highlight what you were saying man oakland family runs deep and I'm just proud to see everyone kind of doing their thing in different careers and different entrepreneurship opportunities and businesses and things like that. And I think a lot of us are on the same track, man. Just it just reaching new levels, breaking down new doors. So this podcast is definitely one of them that I'm excited about and just happy for everything that you're doing. Appreciate that, bro. And yeah, like you said, it's amazing just because, you know, when we was younger, when we was in the the days of no responsibility and just showing up to play football, eat good and all of that, we ain't really thinking about the future. We wasn't really thinking that life would be as we are today. But it's beautiful the fact that nonetheless, we still making it happen. We still, you know, getting to where we fit in. So for the people out there tapping in, I know we're going to have a host of folks from the Philly side to my side to even some folks in between. So one, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then two, can you just tell us what brings you on the podcast today? All right, cool. My name is Rel Bernard Avery. I play football, so they know me by various different names. I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised, played Little League at Oakland High School, then I moved on to play in college football. And then after that, I went on to pursue my career in uh, public policy around legislation and policy, which uh, with a focus on uh, community development and supporting those individuals with a lack of exposure to education whether it's trainings or post-secondary education or vocational, um, a variety. And I also work with our state population that's incarcerated and providing educational opportunities to those individuals to help support them for reentry and prepare them for when they're reentering back into society. So uh, I think it's, it's many different factors that goes into that. So I currently work with the state and I work to support those efforts to push programs, push educational opportunities where they are, are earning college degrees for a low to no cost. Uh, a lot of it is no cost um, due to their circumstances that's supporting those individuals for uh, once they are released. And also opportunities for individuals, young adults as well. Um, I'll talk some about my nonprofit um, and my photography business that I'm working on now. Uh, my nonprofit is, de is developing, wants to work on and support and focus on young adults uh, from children to teenage to young adults and supporting them through their phase as they prepare for the world. So just introducing them to just basic financial literacy, basic 
real estate terms, terminology and information, how to pursue entrepreneurship and create a business, but also how to successfully pursue an affordable post-secondary educational degree where they understand how to do it for the best afford, the best method in the best affordable way. Because we do know that post-secondary education can be very expensive, can leave you with a lot of loans. And ultimately it is a business, but it's also a business that you can use and that you can take advantage of for your benefit and for where you want to go. And a lot of individuals aren't aware of that as they're preparing. And a lot of these schools aren't teaching that because they don't have the funding to support that, to teach those things, or it may not be as important to them for some reason. So I got a lot of things that I'm working on. I believe I personally wear a lot of hats and I got a lot of things that I am ambitious about and want to produce. And just like you brought up in the intro, you spoke about with my battle with COVID and just just me just being very sick and trying to work my way out of it and trying to get back on track, you know? And one thing I want to highlight is about passion and purpose. You know, those are the two main things that wakes me up, that motivates me every single day to get to it to serve, to, to do these things, you know, I believe in a saying, like, if you work to take care of others, you know, God will always make sure that you're taken care of. He'll always to always take care of you or just the universe or just the energy, you know, in life, you always have good karma and good blessings and things will come back, you know, multiple times, you know? So me dealing with COVID, me trying to fight my way out of those things, man, shoot, it was tough. You know, I was in the hospital, I was down and out, you know, but when you got passion, you got purpose, you know, you know, you're here for a reason and it just makes things, you just deal with things differently. You know, it's not necessarily easy, but you just have more motivation, more fight, you know, more, more power. When what you're doing, what you're doing, you know why you're doing it. And a lot of these young individuals need to understand and need to start thinking in a way of, okay, what am I passionate about? What do I love to do? What's my purpose here on this earth? You know, and a lot of people see that as a massive thing to think about, but it starts in small increments of what you like to do as a child. You know, I think a lot of times we grow as adults, we still have that child dream, that child imagination that we never lose, we never lose, you know. And I think a lot of that is connected to what we should be doing as adults in a way in our career, entrepreneurship, whether in most cases serving people, whether you're selling a product whether you're giving a service, whether you're teaching, whatever you are, whether you're sharing information, whether you're doing a podcast like you that's connecting so many individuals and so much information where so many people can learn from, you know, it's all some type of service, you know. So I guess that's the intro for me. That's hey man, that's the that could be an episode, honestly, in itself, bro. You definitely highlighted, you know, a lot and you even gave me more of a deeper insight into to really what you do, not just, you know, the surface level and, and what I can see and what's tangible and what you even present. But a lot of that, yeah, I didn't know that you know you got that deep into it and even from what you studied and even how you translated that now into your career path. And like you said, at the end of the day, you just have a lot of passion. So that was even something that I was thinking about. You know, I was actually sitting in the barbershop, as you know, before, you know, I got into this seat today. But something that I, I don't like I said, I don't I don't really prepare things beforehand, but I'm always thinking, you know, just about different angles that I want to take in interviews and just different things that I, I tell myself sometimes, look, I don't want this interview to end without me touching on this or me asking this in some capacity or something like that. So something that I was thinking about just in the chair and what made me think about it was that the barber next to me, he had on gloves. So I was just thinking about COVID. I was just thinking about everything going on. And I was just thinking like, damn, like, you know, NAR went down, like to the point where like when you came back, like everybody bro it, it was like rejoicing they were celebrating tagging you reposting everything just because like well one now that i see 
you know, everything that you really had going on, like you said, how many hats that you really were involved in. Well, I see we need NAR, you know, in a sense. But obviously, you know, even before I knew that, it was still a, a thing of, oh, I want, my, I want my dog to get better. I want, you know, things to, to happen and things like that. But something I was also thinking about in my head was, okay, so you go through something like this. Like you said, you're down and out, down and out, like to the point where if you ain't really, if, if, if you wasn't really close, connected to him, you probably didn't even really know what he was going through in a sense because he wasn't really posting about it, different things like that. But for me, how do you then shake back? And still be motivated to get into your craft because there are a lot of times, bro, we can we can lose motivation just off of, I would say, less impactful things than just being down from COVID, than just suffering from COVID. You could wake up one day, be having a bad day. I don't really feel like giving the business or the nonprofit or the pad. I don't really feel like, you know, having that impact today. I don't really feel like doing that. So the fact that, you know, you were really fighting for life in some cases, you know, but the fact that you still came out of that. And then you still want to take care of business. You still want to handle business. That's just, that hits me different just because, you know, you you do a lot, bro. And you're not entitled to, you don't owe anybody anything in a sense that we want to be very real. This is just things that you decided to involve yourself in. So obviously, you know, you involve yourself in stuff like this. You're going to put your best foot forward every time. But, you know, having to not only battle with what you got going on internally, but then still think about all oh, the responsibilities that I have over people who are kind of, you know, banking on me to, to help them out because I didn't like I said I didn't know the scope to which you were involved in bro so that's amazing that one you were able to still have this motivation still able to have this job but two it speaks to just the passion that you have bro when you wake up every day when you get into the grind how you get into it at the end of the day you're not doing this really to make man's meet to, to get the bills paid and everything you're doing this because you want to do this and especially just in thinking about two things that you touched on when it comes to just the youth and education coming from where we come from bro those are two detrimental factors those are two things that could really make or break your career in this world and i i really stress that a lot to people i was talking about that the other day just how me going to private school better prepared me than some people than who went to public school and that's not to necessarily say that just because i paid money i should get a better opportunity or a better resource but that's unfortunately the world we live in but coming from philadelphia where the public school system is tarnished where people don't take you know teachers aren't paid the most so why would they take their job as serious as they should you know and then the kids on top of that they don't make it any easier so the fact that you know you're putting eyes on the ground the fact that you're really trying to make this happen for people for youth for generations for people out there who really want to make something of themselves but just don't have the resources for it it's amazing bro so so what would you say really because for me personally like i want to start a nonprofit organization so hearing that i love to hear that you know i want to start my nonprofit around the youth around giving back to the public school systems from resources to just textbooks to just transportation lunches everything like that so i really want to kind of get into that but what motivated me and what really made me want to get into that space was like i said Growing up, I didn't go to I didn't go to two. I went to Catholic school in second grade. The Catholic school closed down because basically didn't enough people didn't pay their tuition. So between AB Day, between Penny Packer, between Hill Friedman, I didn't see a public. I didn't see a private school till LaSalle, till high school. So it was just like I saw the you know the ins and outs, the people not having access to resources, uniforms. Kids, not books, book bags, just simple stuff that me, I was carrying every day to school or just thinking everything was good. But a lot of these kids, they go home or they go to what they call their home. They not. So for me, I said, well, I don't want that. You know, I don't want youth to feel like because at the end of the day, they can't help it. So I really say all of that to say what was really your motivation? What was really your upbringing that that really made you want to kind of immerse yourself into what you do right now? Right. That's a good, good question. And uh, I'm just kind of processing the information you was given. And I, giving me, and I was just thinking about your experience with public schools. And honestly, that's some of my most important and, and my key motivation of what I experienced growing up in a public school system and understanding that there are a variety of different type of learners. You know, you got your visual learners, you got your intellectual learners, you got your just an all different type of 
learners and how someone understands a certain type of concept, but also resources, you know, also just the smallest of basics of resources and exposure. I think this world is about obtaining information, you know, learning information, learning and awareness of what's out there. You know, a lot of us come up and we talk about and they ask us what we want to do. You know, but we are only exposed, we only understand what's out there and what we're exposed to and what we're aware of, right? And a lot of times is what we see within our inner cities is who we see and come back home and talking to us and kind of telling their stories or it's on TV. And what does mo- most, of, most of us watch? You know, sports or what's on TV? You know what I'm saying? Sports, maybe some gamings, gaming stuff, maybe some cartoons, um, especially back, back in the day, 90s, early 2000s. You know, and then what was the majority of people above us doing? You know, a lot of our parents, our family, depending on which area you came from, what type of family came from, post office jobs, some may work for the city, some may be police officers, you know, and those are all good careers. And I think a lot of our parents made strides and made big leaps into into that into the next level, you know, but it's on our it's on our job to take it to the next level, you know. And kind of ranch out and breach, obtain more information. And I think that all starts with awareness and getting information. And so that's where a lot of my passion came from. Just just my upbringing, certain struggles, the lack of certain information where I had to teach myself or I had to learn. I'm a very observant person. So when I'm in rooms with different individuals that are not where I'm from, when I am in room with different individuals that are from different cultures, I love to surround myself around different people. And just my experience of playing college football going to college and interacting with different people, doing internships, networking. You know, uh, one of the biggest things that we and skills that we can all learn is to network. You know, put yourself out there, ask questions, tell people what you're interested in and be direct. Even if you think you're interested in something, be direct about it. You know, don't be afraid to continue to ask someone, do you know someone else that you can send my resume to or that you can forward me to that I can just have a conversation with? Can I sit in on your job one day? Or there's no quite, only the worst answer you can get is no. And then you can continue to try and ask different questions. And even with the opportunity that I'm in now at all, I was presented this opportunity career-wise through networking, through asking questions, through asking to be connected. And another thing that you talked about, uh, you want to develop your own nonprofit or aspirations with what you want to do or, or what we all, what any of us want to do, you know, I think it's all about the energy. Because the second I said I want to develop a nonprofit and I start writing out my plan and I start putting my energy there, you know, then I start thinking, you know, oh, I had a former professor that actually uh, is, a, is, is a lawyer. He specialized in developing and overseeing and kind of being a lawyer for nonprofits specifically, you know, so. I send out that email, then I got a connection from him and, you know, just many, many different avenues, you know, it's just putting that energy and that effort forward and then things will begin to circulate, you know what I'm saying? And going in that right direction. That's a great point, bro. Like, like you said, for me, I've been, this is something that a lot of things I think of just different initiatives or different blessings that I may have delayed or blocked just because I didn't act on it or because I didn't say anything or because I was too worried about the what it, the consequences, the, the behind it. But once I really got into that mode of, look, the worst thing, like you said, you're going to hear is no, or they're not going to be able to do it or whatever the case may be. If that's the, Once I got to the bottom line with, if that's the worst thing I could hear, it is what it is then. I'm, I'm going to make it happen one way or another because, you know, no doesn't always mean that it's over with. 
you just give it up. You just let it rock. You know, it no just means that I couldn't go that way. So now let me go over it. Let me try to go that way now. You know, so I think that's so important. But something else that you touched on that really, you know, just hits me different is how oftentimes we hear about people who come from certain backgrounds, come from certain situations, upbringing, whatever have you. And basically they don't, you know, they get out of a, they get into a position where they don't have to go through that. anymore. But oftentimes we hear about two sides to that spectrum. We hear about people who get out of that position and then, you know, they kind of just mind their business, head forward, don't really worry about it, kind of forget where they came from in a sense. But then you have the other side of the spectrum where people get out of that situation, but they look back, they never forget. They may have to forgive, they may have to, you know, do whatever, but you never forget. You always keep that in the back of your mind. You know, you want to, I'm a firm believer in like, a lot of us are one decision away from just being, you know, just being in a tough situation, just a totally different lifestyle, whether we really want to admit it or not. But I always have to take my hat off to the people who get out of a situation, go through a certain type of upbringing or the nature versus nurture type thing, but still want to impact, still want to have that impact, still want to give back in a way. And that's what I hear with you, bro. I hear that, you know, despite the upbringing, despite the resources, despite availability, despite just whatever that they do at you, no matter what, you making it out of the situation. But two, you want to make sure that other people make it out of these situations. Three, you want to make sure that some people don't even have to be placed in these situations so that they good moving forward. So not to say that it's anything wrong with, like I said, that other side of the spectrum, because at the end of the day, like I said, when it comes down to it, you're not entitled to anything. So whatever you decide to do, you 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 work your way out the mud, you work your way out the trenches. However you celebrate or live life after that, it's completely in your, you know, that's that's up to you. you. You're a grown person, grown woman, grown man, whatever. But I always, like I said, it just hits me different when we think about where we came from. We think about situations, how, you know, I'm in Florida right now, but how I'm, I'm not forgetting that the school system where I went to college at was not the best in Greenville, North Carolina. I'm thinking about my little brother. He goes to, yes, the best public high school in central as they say but i also think about you know just different things that he wasn't afforded or had he not had me and my older sister in his life who both went to college he might have just missed certain things but how i was walked through the college interview process like this in high school just because you know i had different resources and different things like that so i always like i said i always just appreciate that and it's always just even a message out there just think about you know a lot of the scenarios a lot of the backgrounds a lot of situations that you were in that you overcame Think about what you can do to also make a difference in the lives of others, especially the youth who, you know, may not have a choice in them. So something I think about, you know, with all this involvement, with everything that you do, with the passion, with the motivations, at the end of the day, photography came in this mix somewhere, though, like the videography, like everything that you did, it popped in there. So what was that? I know, like you said, you were heavily involved just in the sports from the time I met you till till college. So where did where did that interest really peak for you? What did what was really the steps like to getting involved to that? How did that become to a business as it is today? Yeah. So so touching on that, you know, I'll I'll go back to your passion, your purpose is just doing what you love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love sports, you know what I'm saying? And I also wanted a better life. So I understood that education had to be connected to that. So I would I finished my football four year uh, college football playing years in the four years and while i was there i always networked always spoke always made good connections with the coaching staff and i was offered the graduate assistant job where i coach and i go to school for my master's and they pay for my master's degree during my time of coaching and working for the program so um it just aligned perfectly and and i continue to uh, pursue my education and also pursue what i love and sticking around football and during that time I was deemed the responsibility to work on the media. So like sports highlights, recruiting highlights, different video informational videos of the football program, um, et cetera, you know, and I had limited experience, you know, but I had resources, I had opportunity and 
I had to make something happen, you know, and I was given that responsibility and I was happy to take on that responsibility. So I started to edit videos and make highlights and kind of just highlight the football program at Del Val. And I just kept, you know, getting better and better and better. And, um, you know, and I just asked my, I'm like, shoot, why, why not? You know, why not? Because this media aspect is huge with social media and in uh, the world that we live in today. So you have to have some type of literacy and media today to promote anything that you want to do, you know? So um, it was just something that was just like, man, let me try it out. You know, let me, let me try it out with my own business. Let me test it out. And also with my nonprofit going and eventually other business endeavors, I know this would be an aspect that I would have to have or I would constantly hire, have to hire people to do videos, to do photos and, and different things like that to post on my social media. So why not do it myself? You know, why not be self-sufficient? And, and again, like I said, it's all about obtaining information, you know? So I just kind of picked up that, you know, and I started small, you know, and I also started what I could afford because the camera equipment is extremely expensive, you know? So as I continued through grad school, graduate, and I started off with an iPad, I started off doing highlights through an iPad, recording through an iPad. You know, now I got a Sony A3 with the with a prime lens. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it and I'm saying that just to say like it starts with steps. And again, if you if you put that proper energy, that positive energy to something that you want to do, you really put that effort into it, things will start to come around and make sense to put things into place. So uh, now today I really did it so I can really have that access for my nonprofit and and I really can use that. So when, once I get going, I could do the pictures, I could do the videos, I could do different things like that to promote it on social media once that's up, to promote it on my website once that's up, you know? So it's all connected, you know? It, ended, it started with sports, it ended up with my sort of career passion, you know, and maybe life purpose. So uh, that's how all that came about and uh, just continue to network to learn from others because you have a lot of videographies and things like that and don't be don't see those individuals as competition see those individuals as information and help and, and talk to them and see what they do to get their pictures to get their videos like that it's not necessarily going to be your style but you can take something from that and put it in your style you can take something from that and put it in your style because everyone has a unique style and this world is a is a copycat world at the end of the day as well you know we, we learn and we take information from others you know like most things has already been done so don't think you're uh, original, you know, you just, you're inspired by somebody, you know, and, and be proud to be inspired, inspired by people. I, I'd be inspired by young photographers, young videographers that's out here hungry, getting it, you know, but saying that also is, is important to, and I'm getting into like financial stuff and I'll eventually teach these young people have multiple streams of income, you know, have multiple opportunities just in case one thing is a little slow at the moment. Not necessarily failing because if you stay consistent, you continue to work at it. Almost anything you can be successful at. So one thing might be a little slow. I like to use that use that better, and you you still have a stream of income here, you know. And then you're working to develop another stream come uh, stream of income somewhere else, you know. And even if whatever you want to be your main focus, have it as your main focus. But also understand that we are very intelligent, very powerful, very. We can learn a lot. We can obtain so much information as people. So we should never just wear one hat. We should never just be predictable as one thing or let people put us in one box. You know, 
So, uh, yeah, that's, that sums up basically why I kind of got into photography and videography. Like you said, bro, it all it's, it's a beautiful thing when it can all come full circle. And I will definitely say that, like, my grad school expertise and going for, you know, one thing, I went to grad school really just thinking I was on camera and all the time and different things like that. But the minute, you know, I had to start getting behind the camera, learning how to produce, learning how to teleprompter, everything like that, it just opened my eyes to so much more. And whereas, you know, in the beginning, I kind of just wanted to be a little defiant and just think that, you know, look, if I'm not on camera, like, I'm not really trying to like, well, I quickly realized that, you know, that attitude not going to get me nowhere. But two, if I if I was always preaching to the choir about, you know, like you just said, learning new things, being open, getting new information, not seeing things as just a competition and things like that, I should want to keep myself as versatile as possible. The main reason why I went to grad school was because I recognized that just getting a bachelor's in communication with a concentration in journalism, that wasn't enough for me. That wasn't enough to propel me in sports, news, radio. It wasn't enough. So my sole reason for going to grad school was to learn different skills, to encompass, you know, a plethora of knowledge. So for me to just shut that down or get selfish, that would go against everything I'm talking about. And then similar, un, well, unlike you, I didn't ask enough questions. They didn't bless me with a grad assistant position at Syracuse. So I had to come out of pocket for that bread. So grad school is expensive, man. So it was just like, for me, I had to put my education on a different pedestal when I went to grad school. But I would definitely say that the skills that I've learned, the life lessons that I've been able to translate now have only helped with the podcast, have only helped with business, have only helped with, like you said, we are literally in like the digital literacy era. Like if you don't know how to work a phone, work a laptop, work some type of device, you you kind of behind the eight ball a little bit at this point. Like everything literally runs through it's digital and the direction that we're moving in is only going to keep going that way from financial to just everything that we go. This whole talk about, you know, the metaverse and everything like that. So it, it was just like, it's amazing that the one time I finally opened my eyes up to these skills and the one time I embraced everything, just how much is done for me, just how much of that knowledge. Yes, I, I may not just be a snap, putting a jump all the time with stuff, but I'm definitely much better off now because I have some type of scope of it. I've used it before in some capacity. I've done it before. So now, like you said, starting off, I'm going to just get by with, with my camera, with my microphone, with different things like that. But do I look at other people's things? Do I ask questions about different cameras? There's a dude here who works with Sony cameras at my at my spot. So it's just like, I was asking him a lot. I was just like, bro, like he had the lens that kind of popped off. It was looking real clear. He did headshots for us. I said, damn, all my life, you know, well, all, not all my life, but the majority of my time working with cameras, it was either Canon or Nikon. I said, I, I didn't know about the Panasonic. You got the Sony's. Now I said, this stuff is looking crazy. I said, the Fuji films, like this stuff is looking like legit. Like, but you know, had I just stuck in my lane and had I not tried to branch off, I wouldn't learn. And now that's not to say that I'm going to go out now and buy a Sony camera. Like you said, too, that's his style. That's what he does. That's what works for him. I was rocking with the Canon. I'm just really familiar with that. So maybe I could just keep upgrading in that realm. But no, I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Sony's is really cold, like so. I'm gonna have to get one of them eventually for sure. Them things different, but like you said, it's just really important to always keep that that open mind, that open perspective. But in the same breath, something that it kind of makes me wonder about too, with you specifically, and then just with the idea of being an entrepreneur, with the idea of being a business owner. Like you said, you wear many hats, you do different things, but you're passionate about each of them. At the same time, I also know that you still have life. You still are a human being. You still are a person. What is that balance like for you? What is it like, you know, having a nonprofit, having a gig, wanting the betterment for people, wanting to propel the photography page? What happens when things get a little slower and you got to pop into something else? What does that really look like with how passionate, with how motivated you are, with everything you're involved with? It's, uh, it's definitely a challenge. You know, like I said, dealing with COVID and kind of getting back and getting motivation and focus to get back to work, to get back to my camera business and also to start my, my, my momentum up again with clientele and promoting it on, on social media 
and different things like that. I've been working with the photography business for about two and a half, three years now, you know what I'm saying? So I'm still learning, you know, I'm still obtaining information. I'm still developing. I'm still growing, which I hope that I, that I'm always in that type of mold, you know, but it's a challenge, you know, and then you think about finances, you know, you got to put some of that money out. You got to invest some of that money. So some of my career, everyday job money has to go into nonprofit developing and business. You know, there's some sacrifices that you got to make. Um, and there's also some sacrifices that you got to make in your personal savings. If you're an investor, you invest in stocks and, and, or whether it's real estate or whatever, you got to make sacrifices with that, you know, but that word sacrifice is huge, is important, and it's just different type of levels of sacrifice that you always have to do for the bigger good and the bigger picture. And what we got to be careful of is looking at social media, seeing people falling out and getting this, that, and third, and just living a great life, you know, which a lot of that is uh, double mirrors, you know, it's, it's, it's two double-sided, you know, um, it's not, it's not reality. And you got to understand, you got to know you and understand what's your reality and understand what's your passion and what's your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing. You know, that's going to keep you going in that right direction. And if you believe in that good energy and that hustle going to pay off, you just got to got to stick with it. You know, but again, it's definitely it's definitely difficult, but you got to have um, you got to have mental strength. You know what I'm saying? You got to be mentally strong and you got to understand what type of character do you have? You know, because everybody don't don't have the type of character that we all have. You know, everybody is not for like good people deep down, you know, like like characters just like, what are you doing when nobody's around? How you feeling? How you thinking? How, you know, how you talking to yourself about people? How you judging people? How you how you viewing people when nobody around? What type of work are you putting in when nobody's around? What type of work when you have what type of words are you using when you have a one on one conversation that you would know would never get to anybody else? Just between you and that person. You know what I'm saying? We could be a thousand percent yourself. How you talking? What words you speaking? What type of information you giving that type of person? You know, how you speaking on other people? So I feel like, man, it's just, it's no cheat codes to success. And even like yourself, stepping out and going to Tampa and, and putting yourself out there and having a plan, but also executing that plan. And man, it was just the other day, I'm just working on different things and I'm just like, man, I don't feel motivated. I don't see no results right now, you know? And am I doing the right thing? You know, like I, at the time, sometimes you don't have that person that you can really call to be like, am I doing the right thing? Is, is this making sense right now? But you, your intuition knows, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta, you gotta put the work in. Like uh, one of my favorite quotes, Mike Tyson said, man, he said, you gotta do it like you love it on the days that you wanna, that you hate it. You know, like for him, it was boxing days that he just he just hated boxing. He just hated. He didn't want to go to the gym. You know, what I mean, he cut that switch on. He was working like he loved it. You know, he fell in love with the process. He fell in love with the grind, you know. So uh, overall, I just say step by step, you know, when you feel a little weary, when you feel a little frustrated, just work on just focus on that next step. Take that next step, you know, wake up the next day and just like, how can I get better today? What small thing? can I do today? Is it a phone call? Is it just looking up something and, and, and learning something? Is it getting pricing on something that you eventually want? Is it applying for a credit card or a business credit to start an LLC? Just looking up that process. So just different things, but you just got to be mentally strong and understand the work that you're putting in 
and the things that you're doing is not in vain. You know, it's, it's all for a bigger purpose and it's going to pay off. That mental fortitude is important, bro. I swear. And you, um, something that I, 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 you're literally the last part of that answer is so big to me. And it even just put it more in perspective for me. So you talked about just getting better and what that looks like. And for some people, like people just think getting better just has to be so monumental. Like I, I take it, for instance, I just dropped my event that I'm having March 19th in Charlotte live podcast episode. So people think that like to some people, they say getting better. Oh, he just dropped an event. That's a bomb. Like that's different. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. I didn't just wake up and just drop that event. though. You have to realize that there have been talks. I've had to get on the phone with the girl planning the event for me. Shout out to Saray for just, you know, being patient with me. I had a host of questions. We had to get in contact with the venue. We had to get in contact with DJs. We had to figure out what I'm doing on my end as far as what do I want to bring for the people? Who do I want to do? I had to reach out to the person to get the interview. You have to think like, but this wasn't all just, you know, in a day. I was waking up and just having a knockout task. I was waking up and having to schedule certain things. I was waking up and missing things. I was falling back a little bit. So for people like, you got to give yourself grace too. You don't have to just, you know, drop bomb at the bomb at the bomb at the bomb and just think, you know, that's the only way I'm getting better. The only way I can physically feel myself or my business or my passion or whatever getting better or moving up is if I just do something big. No, for me, getting 1% better each day is making sure that when I tell people that I'm scheduling on Sundays and I'm going to reach out to you, that I schedule on Sundays and I reach out to you. That's what I told Rev. And I sure enough, I reached out to him. We locked it in. But at the same time, if I didn't do that, if I woke up my Sunday, just got lazy, just wanted to watch football or whatever have you, whatever was on, I'm not getting better. I didn't do anything. But also just because, you know, I didn't go crazy and I didn't do, you know, this top of the line type thing doesn't mean that I'm still not hitting things. So for people, if you stick into your schedule, if you're writing things down, if you're planning your week out, if you're if you're doing something to focus on your business, because like I said, sometimes it's just that focus. It's just a matter of just opening it up, just looking at it, just reading numbers, getting pricing on something like you said, checking in with somebody, doing a follow up, sending an email. These are all things that we is needed, you know, just because you're not, you know making crazy sales, getting books for this, getting books for that, throwing an event here, throwing an event there is not any less, you know, not any less impactful than what you're doing to your business. So I think that that's so important with people. And I think that that's something to understand. Take it from me. That me dropping that event, me dropping the Charlotte event, that took days and days and days of me just getting better, me sticking to my plan, me having to go a little overboard some days. Like I said, me messing up some days, me having Saray reach out to me because it's just like, oh, well, yeah, you still own your stuff, right? Are you still making stuff happen? Like she did this, you know, I won this giveaway, I won this event. But, you know, had I reached out to her, had I wanted her to plan this for me, I would have had to really have gotten the ball rolling a lot quicker with things, with promotion, with links, with tickets, everything like that. So just an, an idea for people just to just consider, especially all my business owners, my entrepreneurs, man, we are living in some tough times right now. This is like we're living in history. Like we're going to read about a lot of this. We're going to have to reflect about a lot of this. Give yourself grace. The comparison theory is very real. It's much easier said than done. But stop looking at these social media. You know, stop looking at what people are doing. People not people will never give you the behind the scenes. I didn't give you all the behind the scenes to this event. I dropped the bomb. So people are doing the same thing. Celebrities, your counterparts, colleagues, family, friends, everybody is doing the same thing. Nobody wants to show you the bloopers, the struggles, the real, the transparent, the what they doing when I hit stop recording on this interview. What I'm about to, you know, nobody wants to because they feel like people don't care. But for me, I care because that lets me know that you're a human, that you're realistic, that I not to say that I want to see failures. I want to see L's. I want to see things like that. No, it just helps me appreciate the process more, though. 
if I was to show y'all, you know, how many times I record these videos, how many times I record these intro videos, how many times I then dropped the mic, then messed up my light, then looked at something and it just don't look right, then had myself out of frame, then been looking sideways. Like if I really showed y'all how much of that I did though on a daily and how frustrated I got, y'all would understand. Oh, maybe y'all would take it a little bit more. You know, you you wouldn't just say, oh, well, he just dropping episodes, he just doing giveaways, he just doing events. No, I'm human. I mess up too. I stutter a lot. I go back and edit, man. I'll be listening to myself like, bro. I sound crazy. Or I look at certain, when I was doing my videography or photography and different things, bro, why did I, did I not see that? It wasn't focused. It wasn't balanced. Why did I move the camera like that? Why did I not zoom out? Why did I not, it's not in, you know, so it's everything like that. That's really a part of the process. So something I think I'm thinking about right now, just with you, like you said, it's step by step. It's moving forward. So I love that we're kind of still in the early stages, still in the first, first quarter of the year, only three months and not even three months officially so what does what does trajectory look like for real? What does trajectory look like from the photography side, from the nonprofit side, from the corporate side? What is really what can we expect? Like you said, we you had a little hump, you had an obstacle come your way in the beginning, fought back, you're here, you're back, you're better than never. So what really are you looking forward to? What are some things that, you know, even that you can tease for us? What are some, you know, ventures and just some avenues that you really want to get into as we, you know, continue to move throughout 2022? That's a great question, and that's an important question, you know, because it's important that we do set the goals and, and we do that. We believe that we can realistically reach our goals and we try our best to reach them. Now, you know, certain life circumstances, certain things might get in the way, but if we're striving to get to that point, you know, even if we fall a little short, we still accomplish so much. So for myself, career-wise, I think continue to expand and develop programs um, there, there is opportunities to develop and work with various universities to distribute programming for college degrees. Uh, some are associates, some are, are potentially four-year bachelor's degrees, some are certificates, some are vocational, uh, things like that. So uh, I think continue to develop and outreach those individuals that might be good fits to participate in a program like this and reach many of those throughout the state and with our criminal justice and incarcerated system that's a whole topic of its own you know and that's a whole topic that and a whole thing that will continuously need attention need young professionals to hop in that field to work to support to make it better and to to, to improve it you know um, i think with a lot of people like ourselves that that are black and brown I think sometimes we shy away from his career field because the trauma that comes when you say criminal justice and incarceration and things like that. But what you got to realize is if it's not us taking those jobs, others taking those jobs, you know, and some people do an awesome, great job for what they do, you know. But again, there's some individuals that might not do as great of a job, you know, there may be, there may be different faces or not even would have there might be just different faces that needs to be in place. There might be just different mentalities and people that actually experience and been around these people that needs to be in place, you know? So it's more of that. It's more of just different cultures, different backgrounds, different perspectives need to be in position, decision-making positions, positions where they're developing program, where they think about ideas and they're doing many different things, you know, to support and work because because someone has to work with, with that population with the reentry population with the incarcerated population with the population that is not has lack of access um and resources someone has to work with them you know so just think about that and 
So just continue to develop programs there uh, with my nonprofit. I officially want to be fully filed and going and, and started. So I want to offer some of my modules, uh, which is small lesson plans or some of just some basic information I think is important. And I kind of want to work with three organizations where I'm holding sessions, maybe hour sessions with uh, young adults. So it could be from kids, maybe around 10, 12 to teenagers to young adults uh, who are in a college realm. So those are uh, my focus targets. So hopefully I have three organizations that I'm partnering with, that I'm working with, that I'm giving my service to. And with my photography business, I just want to continue to develop, continue to grow, continue to learn. And I love to promote businesses. Like that's another passion about me as well. I love to capture businesses, capture where they are, where they're trying to get to, their ideas, highlighting them and what they do. Local small businesses, individuals are trying to start things up. So I really, really want to focus on that aspect. So I want to grow that aspect, um, even though I just do typically, like I can do as well sports or uh, events, like bridal showers, proposals, different things like that. But I really want to focus on the aspect of promoting individuals and their business and their aspirations through the lens. Yeah, so I, I guess I guess those things and then eventually maybe dabble in some real estate. So that's why I kind of see myself going. Sounds like an eventful year, man, for you. So I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, we're going to be tapped in because I want to, based off of what you just said with the promoting the businesses and catching them, you know, how they start, how they move and how they go. Oh, well, we about to hop on a call with Kelly because I'm, Kelly getting on my nerves, man. I'm, I, I was going, you know what's so I'm funny? I was looking at his shirt the other day, yeah. and I was about to call him like, "Bro, what's up?" Yeah, I'm, bro. I didn't, I didn't Facetime this man, text this man. He's he tired of me at this point. So, but we about to get right. I'm not letting up on Kel. So we gonna, we gonna, we gonna get him right for sure, for sure. But no, bro, I'm definitely, you know, wishing you the best of luck with everything. I know so many people that are in this space just from the secondary education, higher education, even you know, before you even get to post secondary and secondary, just worried about the youth, just nonprofit organizations, just different organizations, just things that we can do to help people out. So I'm definitely, one, excited for this drop, two, excited to politic and network with some people both inside of Philly and outside of Philly. Because like I said, bro, the more we, the more we just tap in and tune in with each other and really start to, and really just start to, I would say, just tune into our resources and what's around us, bro, we'll really realize that this whole time we've been, you know, we've been the cause of our own demise in a sense. We've been holding each other back. We we got the power. We got the tools. We got the keys, man. It's just a matter of making it known to everybody else, man. Not, like you said, keeping it for ourselves, thinking everything is a competition, thinking you're the first to do something. You're not. Like, it's all been done before, just at a different scale, different way, different scope. So you can be motivated for sure. Which ain't the OG, man. So, Rel, it was a it was a pleasure, man. I, I love the idea, you know, that we had this locked and we had this schedule. You know, things came into the mix, whatever it was. But at the end of the day, that didn't stop the grind. God's timing is unlike any other time, bro. So I'm definitely glad that he was, one, able to bring you back. But, two, you know, put us on this timetable. Put us on, you know, had this conversation because I've been looking forward to this, man. I love always being able to get in with the guys. But whenever we can just kind of switch the narrative a little bit and really kind of have these types of conversations, it's always exciting for me. Man. So before we officially close out, before I wrap this up, for people out there, you know, who will be wanting to look more into it, whether it just be from a corporate side, whether it be from a nonprofit side, or whether it even be from a photography, 
Freeside, excuse me. Can you just tell us, you know, the best places to get in contact you on where we can find you as far as like social media and stuff like that? Okay, so my photography business that is BXA Digital Quality. No, is it? Wait, let, me, let me take. So we're gonna make sure we get all the right ads, man. Get the right one. <laughs> yeah. So my uh, photography videography business is BXA Digital. You can DM me, reach out to me there if you're interested in any inquiries, anything like that, um, or just information, or if you just want to network, or just have ideas or whatever reach me on there. Uh, I'll be developing my nonprofit social media page and website, things like that soon. So the, everything like that is in the work in the process. So I guess I would just lock in through my uh, BXA digital right now. Uh, that's my business page. So we can just connect there. And um, I just say to the people and, and, and trust me, I'm, I'm just your normal person. I ain't no guru and no things like that, but I do like to Again, be aware, take advantage of my opportunities and just listen and obtain information. You know, like that's I love to do that. You know, yeah, that's another thing that motivates me, man. And just listen, man, no opportunity is too small. No opportunity is too big. You know, every opportunity is a stepping stone. So just take advantage of every opportunity, learn to execute and kind of perfect the phase that you're in in life or, or whatever you're doing. Perfect that phase, you know, show God, show the universe or whoever you believe in that you can handle what was given to you in this in this phase instead of looking forward a little bit too much and trying to understand that we passion that we want to get to a certain level but every experience is for a reason you know we go through all these different things for a reason to, to, to prepare us to develop us so just take advantage of those opportunities because they they are opportunities and they, they don't just come around every day you know we, we, we don't we don't want to miss out on opportunities we don't want to miss out on lessons you know just take every opportunity and just be the best with it. And just, it's all about your perspective. You know, choose negative, choose positive. You know what I'm saying? You could choose to learn from it or you could choose to just ignore it. You know, so I just leave y'all with that, man. Hit me up on social media. Look out for my um, nonprofit page. And me and tomorrow, we'll definitely go and connect and continue continue to work so more now i'm about to get my dogs out here i need my i need all my philly folks come down to tampa man we about to to take it by storm man but nah real i I definitely do you know appreciate everything that you were able to instill on here and just everything that you'll do moving forward obviously you know now that i i have a different scope of what you do we definitely gonna be locking in some more and i'm gonna definitely hit you just as i start to develop my nonprofit because this really was a call to action for me now really like you said to really just start little by little, just putting things into place, bro. So I appreciate you for that. I appreciate you, you know, coming on here and sharing that insight and even opening and extending yourself to my audience and the people to come. So to everybody out there, you know, who continuously taps and continuously shows love, man, we appreciate it. Um, but to everybody who continues, you know, to make this vision possible, to everybody who continues to motivate me, spread love, show feedback, I appreciate it, man. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner.